Hey, you're listening to Soul Magic Sessions. This is me, your host, Kirsty Callow, and I'm here to help you reconnect with and reawaken your true divine essence and your inner magic. So let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to today's, or well, the first ever episode or session of Soul Magic Sessions by me, Kirsty Callow. I'm so excited to have you here. This is going to be um, a place for me to share with you some tools, some tips, some wisdom, and hopefully have some guests on all around how to reawaken that inner magic within you, that 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 part of you that's just desperate to come out um, and really how to let go and that's what today's episode's about the art of letting go which is so so important so before i start those of you that are new to my work um what i do is i help people to really reconnect with reawaken and remember their divine innate magical nature um, the ability to to manifest, the ability to be in alignment, the ability to um, to share their gifts with the world, intuition, creativity, all that amazing stuff. And throughout my journey over the last 12 or 13 years of my awakening, and I call it my awakening, and really that's what it felt like for me. It's felt like this reawakening, this constant reawakening, this constant rediscovery of who I am. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So just when I feel like I'm just getting to a layer of uh, this is who I am, it's like something else comes up or something else comes through me that really shows me that I'm deeper than that. And my belief is that we are all divine in nature, that we are all a spark of the divine, that we are all in essence God energy, that we are here to live our lives um, to and our truth to the to our full potential, whatever that may look like. And I also believe that certain things that we experience through life can actually make that tricky and can make it more challenging. And that through just really just healing those aspects, healing those memories, healing those parts of ourselves that have been traumatized or um, have gone through particular things, that we begin to rediscover our true soul essence. So really what I say is turn your magic back on that's my favorite phrase that is my my key phrase and what that means is really reawaken and rediscover your true divine nature so today's uh session is really all about how to let go and become unattached that art of unattachment and this is a topic that's so close to my heart and I actually run a program um, which is called Magic Allowing and Magic Allowing really was born out of this awareness that I had in myself that I'm holding on to so much stuff and because I'm holding on to all this stuff whether it's physical stuff emotional mental whatever it may be I I can't allow what it is that I want and so magic allowing is a process of learning how to let go and then let in what it is that we desire and so this topic of the art of unattachment takes that magic allowing to that next to that next level really so before we start I'm just going to invite you just to be really comfortable find a place that you're really comfortable we're going to go a little bit deep today we're going to spend some time really exploring something that might that you may be holding on to and I'm just going to ask you to if you feel called to to participate in um 
in a kind of healing activity that we're going to do to kind of demonstrate firsthand how when you start living by these principles and you start practicing some of the principles that actually you can feel lighter, you can feel freer. And through that unattachment, you actually begin to let in the energy of abundance. And I don't mean abundance in a cheesy way. I mean abundance as in that energy of life, life force energy, whatever you may call that. So make sure you're really nice and comfortable Make sure that wherever you are, that you are as peaceful as you can be, as rested as you can be. Pause this if you want to go and grab yourself a cuppa. <laughs> Just make sure that you are as comfortable as, as you as you possibly can be. Uh, the more comfortable we are, the more relaxed we are, the more we're able to let go. So, I'm just going to take some breaths in and out. And as I'm breathing in, I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself to really just relax. And this is the thing. Sometimes it takes really communicating with ourselves and saying what it is that we desire. So right now, as I'm breathing, I'm asking myself to relax. And as I breathe out, I'm literally signaling to my body that it's okay to let go. So find your own breathing rhythm. This isn't anything specific. It's just breathing in and out, which we do all day, every day. But this is really purposeful now. So I want to talk about holding on. Now I want you to really just envisage in your mind's eye what it means to hold on to something and allow yourself to feel the sensations that you would feel if you were holding on to something. And that could be holding on to something physically in your hand. You could actually be holding on and gripping on something. You could be holding on to something emotionally. I just want you just to go with whatever comes up for you, but I'm just inviting you really to understand that sensation of holding on. Now, that holding on naturally creates a tension. And that tension of holding on is because we are holding on to something. Now, if I was to hold on to the end of a rope, you know, my intention is to hold on. I, I can't let this go. So holding on really indicates not letting go. And so the more that we're holding on to, and this is where it does come into more of a um, emotional kind of non-physical way, the, the more we're holding on to within us, the more tension we're creating, the more we're telling ourselves, I can't let this go. This is something I need to keep hold of. And so the more that we're holding on, the more attached we become to the thing that we're holding on to. And I just want you now to recall something that has happened to you in the past or something that you've experienced in the past that you know you are still holding on to. And you'll know that you're still holding on to because it comes up into your mind every now and then. Maybe it's a past hurt or a resentment. Maybe it's a mistake that you made or a mistake somebody else made. Whatever it is, just allow yourself to bring to memory the first thing that comes up. And now I want you to ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how much am I holding on to this? And then just let yourself get that number. Okay. 
Now, again, like I said, holding on, when we're holding on to something, whether we whether we know this consciously or not, when we're holding on to something, what we are basically saying to ourselves is, I can't let this go. Does that make sense? If our intention, whether it's unconscious or not, or conscious or subconscious, when we are holding on to something, we are basically saying, I can't let this go. And it takes for us to actually intend to let it go, to let it go. So that thing that just came up for you, think about what your score was on a scale of one to 10. And then I want you to really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, how much does holding on to this affect my day-to-day life? Now, sometimes when we ask ourselves these questions, the ego might pop up and go, well, no, actually, this doesn't affect my life at all. Um, <laughs> so just go with whatever comes up. If, if there's any defensiveness, allow that to come up. If there's a, a sadness at the fact that you're holding on to it and it's affecting your life, allow that to come up. Maybe there's anger. Just allow whatever comes up to come up. How much is you holding on to this thing, whether it's a story, a belief, a past event, something that's happened to you that's, that you know, oh my gosh, I'm still holding on to this. How much is it affecting your life? Now, whilst you are doing this, I just really wanted to share my experience. And that is that for me, I have had to go through a deep, 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 deep process of allowing myself to let go because I'd held on to so many things from my past. And in fact, doing this exercise is actually even now really helpful for me because I can actually sense how much I've let go of um, up till now. But there's still things that I'm definitely holding on to. Onto. Um, but what I believed is that I have to hold on to this stuff. I have to hold on to these past events, to these mistakes that others have made, to these memories, to these beliefs. If I let them go, then I'm letting go of me as an identity. And that's what we're really getting to the crux of here. When you are thinking about how this thing affects your day-to-day life, I want you just to take it that little bit further and think, wow, if I were to let this go, what part of myself would I also be letting go? If you let go of that thing that's come up for you and you know it's now, you, you've kind of assessed that it is affecting your life, even if it's only minor, even if the effect on your life is minor, if that effect on your life is not positive or rewarding or supportive, the question would be, why are you still holding on to it? Why are you still holding on to it? So ask yourself that. Why am I still holding on to this? And allow yourself to let whatever comes up to come up. And again, the most important thing here is to come out of this judgment loop. Because sometimes we can be holding on to, say, a judgment, and then we can judge ourselves for holding on to that judgment. And then we can judge ourselves for judging ourselves for holding on to that judgment. So it becomes this loop. So my invitation to you is, whenever you're doing any of this kind of work, what I call inner work, is allow whatever comes up to come up. And as much as possible, try and separate yourself from it. Try and create a non-judgmental view of it. Like, oh, that's actually interesting. And although that could be a judgment, what I'm talking about is you're not going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm still holding on to that. I'm such an idiot. Um, because all that does is creates this perpetual judgment loop. So 
as you've asked yourself, why am I holding on to this? Allow yourself to be truly honest. Allow yourself to sit with this. Remember to breathe in and out. Sometimes when we, when we are doing this inner work and we get this awareness of, oh my gosh, I'm actually holding on to this out of choice. Or maybe I'm holding on to this because I actually don't know how to let it go. Or I'm holding on to it because I feel like if I let it go that a part of me will die. Or I'll lose, I'll have to let go of this, this um, defiant version of me. Or if I let this go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to let go of that part of me that always wants to be right. You know, allow whatever comes up to come up and just keep asking yourself that question. Why am I holding on to this? And just sit and allow whatever comes up to come up. And whatever comes up, like I said, just allow it to be here. Don't try and push it away or suppress it or judge it as being wrong. Ask yourself again, but with a slightly different emphasis now, ask yourself, why am I holding on to this? Like to really, really get the nature of why am I holding on to this? Like, understand that. What is it that you are gaining through holding on to this? Because there is gonna be some benefit for you and this can be really hard for us to hear that some of the things that are actually really creating pain within us are also benefiting us somehow. So like I said before, when we start to understand what do I feel like I'm, ha I'm gonna have to let go in myself if I let this go? For example, if like me, I'm a very stubborn person <laughs> and that stubbornness is really this defensiveness and what I realized before is I was holding on to a lot of stuff because it felt like if I let them go, then I have to let go of my defenses. And so by the opposite side of that then, by holding on to it, it felt like this is a defense mechanism. This is keeping me safe. So although it was really, really painful to be holding on to this stuff and it was like really really creating such havoc in my life even though it didn't feel obvious when I started to really understand how me holding on to this stuff from my past is actually affecting me from being present now when I really understood that it was still difficult to let it go because I had this benefit this safety mechanism this is keeping me safe by holding on to this by not letting this go I'm actually keeping myself safe but I had to really realize that that was an illusion that safety does not come from holding on to old fears and old beliefs. That's not where safety comes from. And so it took for me to absolutely be clear about why am I holding on to this? And then getting clear about why do I need this safety? Like, what do I think this is protecting me from? And then I started to look at that issue as a separate issue my desire to be safe, my fear of being vulnerable, which is a whole nother story. But really today, this work that you're doing is absolutely gonna start the ball rolling and it's gonna start this chain reaction where you're gonna start to see that once you start to identify, ah, that's why I'm holding on to this, you'll start to connect the pieces. So you don't necessarily today have to try and solve what comes up. 
you know, let's just say that it comes up for you. I'm holding on to this because I'm actually terrified of letting it go. Your natural instinct might be, okay, well, I need to find out what, like, what I can do to stop that fear. I would say in this moment, don't worry about that. In fact, it's actually a million times more rewarding to just allow yourself to feel that fear. Oh my gosh, I'm actually scared of letting this go. And actually let that fear come up without trying to solve it, without, without trying to make it go away or squash it or suppress it, just allow it to come up. I'm actually afraid of letting it go because I, I, I keep repeating that. Really let that sink in because often what we've been hiding and suppressing because we're holding on to these beliefs and these, these past things is what's been wanting to come up. And that's what the trigger is. So say, for example, that you're holding on to something that your uh, your dad did when you were younger. Maybe something your dad said to you that's always sat with you, something very hurtful. And actually, you keep rehashing that. And you're rehashing what happened rather than actually allowing how it made you feel to come up. Because often that's what we do. We get stuck on the detail of what happened as opposed to really allowing ourselves to feel how that made us feel. When this happened when I was younger, it made me feel sad. It made me feel like I wasn't supported. It made me feel like I was isolated. If you actually allow yourself to verbalise how you feel as opposed to rehashing what happened, that emotion suddenly becomes seen. And when something becomes seen, it can be free to leave. But oftentimes we mask what we're feeling by rehashing what happened. And when we do that, we become the victim. And when we become the victim, we stay stuck. And so obviously there are layers to this. There are going to be, this is going to be applicable for some things and maybe not others. There might be a deeper exploration that you're going to want to look at in regards to more traumatic things. And, and like I said, you'll be guided. This whole process really is about trusting yourself that you are going to find the healing or you're going to be led to the healing that is specifically right for you. But it's about trusting that allowing yourself to, to kind of take the lid off this is okay. And you'll know if it's not okay. Because you won't have even gone to that memory. If it's something that you can't deal with or that you're not able to um, handle right now, you will not even access it. Okay, so please trust yourself. Okay, so back in the room, I want you to allow yourself to recall that experience that you first thought of. So when I asked you to think of something that you're still holding on to, I want you just to, to really just bring that to the surface. Allow yourself to bring it up. Mm. And ask yourself again, on a scale of one to 10, how much are you holding on to this now? And just allow yourself to notice, has it moved? Has it gone down? Has it stayed the same? Has it gone up? Has it, has it kind of heightened the emotion? Whatever you come up with is absolutely fine. There's no right or wrong. But you might find that it's actually lessened somewhat. And if it hasn't, just ask yourself, again, why am I holding on to this? So keep that exploration going. And that's really the first part of this, is identifying what it is that you're holding on to. And 
really because of the nature of the conversation or this discussion, what will come up is something that you are ready to let go of. Okay, because the things that we're not ready to let go of, we keep them hidden. We keep them hidden. We keep ourselves embroiled in them because we're not ready to let them go. But something that is kind of ready, it would have come up. So that's part one, identifying what you're holding on to and establishing why you're holding on to it. To what extent are you holding on to it and why? So that's the first part of this. And the second part of this, which is essential, is asking yourself this. Do I want to let this go? Do I want to let this go? Do I really want to let this go? And just sit and allow oh, whatever comes up to come up. Now, my stubborn soul was just like, no. <laughs> but I'm going to give you some time and space just for you to sit with it and keep asking yourself that question and again you might want to just change the emphasis on some words so rather than do I want to let this go you could say do I want to let this go can you hear the difference I know it's probably quite you know very subtle difference but there is a difference the emphasis is actually do I actually want to let this go because the answer could be no I don't want to let this go I'm just going to allow you just some time just to really just sit and, and be with that question. Mm. Do I want to let this go? The million dollar question. So whatever came up for you, it could have been yes. My God, I really want to let this go. It could have been no. And it could have been anywhere in between that. It could have been like, a, oh, I'm not sure. Or yeah, I do, but I don't know how. Or no, I don't because I'm not ready. It could be anything. And again, there is no right or wrong. And the, the sooner we realise that, that there is no right or wrong when it comes to your inner work, that the freer you will be, believe me, you start to see things from a, actually, this is okay. Where I am is okay. I'm not ready to let this go and that's okay. So where, whatever came up for you, I would love for you just to try on this phrase. I want you to determine like, is it yes, no, maybe, kind of, whatever it is for you, find that phrase, that answer to, am I ready to let this go? And then I want you to repeat it in this way. For example, I'm not yet ready to let this go and I love that. Okay, and I'll explain what that means in a second. So again, it could be, I am ready to let this go. And I love that. I am never going to let this go. And I love that. Or I feel like I don't know how to let this go. And I love that. So the key is to re re reaffirm what it is that you feel about letting this go. Your truth about whether you want to let this go. And then the phrase, and I love that. And I just want you to notice what happens when you add on that phrase. And I love that. And I want you just to keep repeating that whole phrase. So whatever it was for you, I am wanting to let this go. And I love that. I'm ready to let this go. And I love that. Or as the case may be, I'm not ready to let this go. And I love that. Or anything that you came up with. Just 
I want you just to just to keep repeating it and keep noticing what happens the more that you believe in this fact that I love that and I'm going to quickly explain why we're doing this and then I'm going to give you the opportunity to actually practice it when you actually love anything that comes up so let's just say for example that there's a part of you that is forever been afraid of um monkeys you've been afraid of monkeys. Everyone in your family thinks you're crazy because you never see monkeys. You don't go to the zoo. Um, (laughs) You never had any bad experiences with monkeys that they know about, but you just have this innate fear of monkeys. And you've always been trying to justify it in your life. Like people are like, well, why why, why are you afraid of monkeys? Like, and you just can't explain it. And so you're in this huge resistance to the fact that you are afraid of monkeys. So the problem isn't the fact that you're afraid of monkeys. The problem is that you are in such resistance to the fact that you're afraid of monkeys that you won't even allow yourself to be free, to have the fear. And so what happens to that fear is that it gets squished and it gets suppressed and it gets pushed down. And so therefore, you, can, you can't feel that. You won't allow yourself to feel that. You just feel stupid for being afraid of monkeys. So you're resisting it. What would happen if you actually just allowed that fear to come up and you loved that fear? You allowed that fear to come up and no matter what it represents for you, whether it's a fear of monkeys or a fear of the dark or a fear of success, whatever your fears are or your deep-seated beliefs that just you know, you know are actually they're there under the surface. If you actually love that, that fear is going to feel so seen. And that might feel ludicrous, but the more you do this work, the more you'll identify that our emotions feel like actual parts of us that are, that deserve our love. That our emotions, that the, that, our, that our blocks, that our beliefs, that they actually deserve to be seen, they deserve acknowledgement. So when you love your fear, it does not mean that you're going to create more of it. Because a lot of people might think, well, oh my God, the law of attraction, like if I love my fear, am I going to create more love? No. If you love whatever comes up, literally, oh my God, um, I feel absolutely crap today because I had an argument with my spouse and I love that. You're not loving the fact that you had an argument with your spouse. You're loving the fact that that happened And by loving it, you're allowing it to leave. You're allowing it to be seen. Because the opposite, think about what happens if you had an argument with your spouse and you feel absolutely terrible. And then you're like, and I hate the fact that I had that argument. I hate the fact that I feel this way. What are you doing to yourself is that you are invalidating your emotions. You're invalidating how you feel. You're invalidating the experience. As soon as you switch it into, and I love that, you free it up. It's like all of a sudden there is no power. This thing has no power over you. And so I'm inviting you to really understand this art of unattachment is really about loving what is. And this is the work of Byron Katie. This is the work of Kyle Cease, who I love. This is the work of Matt Kahn and several other teachers that I've learned this from. It's like just accepting what is accepting how you feel with as much love as you possibly can because what you're doing is you're loving yourself then you're not separating yourself off and saying well that emotion is bad and wrong and I hate that I hate that I have that belief I'm going to try and segregate myself from it separate myself and put it into a corner you're actually loving it so let's go back to that phrase 
think about how ready did you feel to let go of this thing that you know you're holding on to. It could be that since I've been yabbering on that actually you feel that that's changed because sometimes that can happen with with time and space. Things can shift. So let's reassess this. Do you actually want to let that thing go? That thing that you've been holding on to, bring it back up into your mind's eye. Ask yourself, do I actually want to let this go? Allow your truth to come up and just repeat the phrase. Whatever it is how you feel about wanting to let it go, for example, I don't want to let that go and I love that. Or I do want to let that go and I love that. And just keep repeating your phrase over and over and over again. And every time that you add on that suffix and I love that, I want you to feel your heart opening. Now you can do this. I want you to think about somebody or something that you love just to get yourself quickly anchored into that feeling of love. That's the feeling that you're going for about this belief, this thing that you've been holding on to. You want to love it so much that it gives you, It just. it's just so free. Okay, this sounds crazy, but it absolutely works. So I'm going to give you a few moments just to keep practicing your phrase, to keep in that energy of love and just notice and see what what happens. Okay, so off you go. Now, this is the beginning of really loosening up our attachments and this is what it means to let go. It's not letting go of the thing. What you're doing here is letting go of how much resistance you've had to that thing. Because whatever it is that you've been holding on to, like I said, the emotion under it is what's wanting to come out. And if you've been resisting that emotion you are going to feel such a lightness. Now that might not come straight away. You might feel triggered. You might feel anxious. You might feel angry. You might be like, what the frig? Like, why did I even have to look at this? You might get so intensely angry and not actually in a rational state of mind. You might think, why am I feeling so angry? Let it out. Let it come up. Uh, Journal on it if you want to. The other thing that I would highly recommend is tapping. So those of you that don't know tapping or EFT, It's an amazing tool for releasing your emotions, for really freeing up your emotions. Now, you can look up EFT on YouTube. The person that I'd recommend is Brad Yates. He gives a great introduction to EFT. He also has loads of, if you could hear me tapping, by the way, that's what I was doing. He has loads of videos on tapping. But what I like to do is I do a shortened version of tapping where it's just literally tapping on my karate point. So you obviously can't see me now. But if you imagine, if you take your hand, depending on whether you're left or right-handed, you choose the hand that is your le- not your dominant hand. So you're going to be tapping with your dominant hand, the hand that you use to write. So the other hand, I want you to put that hand out in front of you. Now, if you were to trace a line from your little finger, the outer edge of your hand, all the way down to your wrist, that portion there like of your hand not your finger part but your hand from your wrist on your palm if on the side of that is called the karate chop point 
Now, like I said, you might want to look this up to get some clarity. But what I do is I just take three fingers from my other hand, my first, my second and my ring finger. And I use those three fingers and I basically just tap on the side of my hand, on the karate point hand. So we're talking about basically the outer of edge of your palm on the side of your hand where you've got your little finger. And I just tap on that and I just repeat the phrase. For example, even though I am not ready to let this go, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though uh, I'm not ready to let this go yet, I deeply love and accept myself. Or it could be that you came up with, even though I really, 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 really want to let this go now, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I'm not sure if I can let this go, I deeply love and accept myself. So I'm literally, that's my tapping, that I just tap on the side of my hand. Now, a more comprehensive way of tapping would be going through all the tapping points, which will be demonstrated to you if you look up Brad Yates, he will show you how to do it on YouTube. But I find that just tapping on the side of my hand is enough to really release a lot of the energy. And tapping really goes alongside the acupressure points. But what you're doing as you're tapping is you're reaffirming how you actually feel. You're reaffirming how you feel. Like it could be like, even though that incident happened and it really peed me off, I deeply love and accept myself. Even though I feel like I'm, oh, I'm frustrated that I've even gone and done this stupid inner work that Kirsty told me to do. <laughs> I deeply love and accept myself. Like you're really just acknowledging how you feel and tapping and by actually expressing how you feel, which so much of the time we're taught not to do, we're taught to hide how we feel. We're taught to put our emotions under wrap and, and that doesn't help. So actually by expressing it outwards, you're freeing it up, you're letting it go. This is so, so powerful, guys. I would absolutely love to hear how you got on with this. Just a little bit of a heads up that you have started to stir up some emotions today. Things that were already ready to go. Things that were already ready for you to at least look at, should I say. So don't get freaked out if all of a sudden you start to feel this em emotion that's just like, what the? Find ways to look after yourself today. It could be that you come out of this podcast and are like, oh my God, I feel amazing. In which case, go with it. It could be that you feel like I need to sleep. It could be that you need to have a cry. Whatever emotion wants to come up, allow it to come up. And seek support or reach out to somebody that you know that you can reach out to if you just need you know, a shoulder to cry on or um, if you need some kind of support and you'd like to do some one-to-one -one work with me, go to my website, kirstycallow.com or you can join my free group, which is Turn Your Magic Back On. If you look that up on Facebook, there's a support group there, free group. Whatever happens, trust yourself. Really know that this is the process of really detaching yourself from all of these things that are kind of grabbing at your energy and all of these things are really holding you back from being who you truly are and the more that you do this work like give it two or three days and then check in how do you feel about that thing that you were holding on to and I'm almost certain that there will be a shift like 99.999% of the time there'll have been a shift and if there hasn't been don't worry if you feel called to go through this process again Remember, it's about identifying the thing that you're holding on to, establishing on a scale of one to 10 how much you're holding on to it, understanding why you're holding on to it and deciding, am I ready to let this go? 
and then just then just noticing what comes up and if you feel free to tap on it journal meditate do whatever your soul feels called to do just trust yourself reach out to me um if if you'd like to do some work with me please do um I'm excited to hear from you as well. Comment or share this uh, podcast. Let me know if it's supported you in any way. And please stay tuned. Please subscribe so that you get more of these podcasts. Uh, If you have topics in mind that you'd like me to talk on, please do feel free to message me and let me know. And like I said, if you want to learn a bit more about me and what I do, go to my website, www.kirstycallow.com where you can learn more about me and read some of my posts and other inspiring things and like I said stay tuned I hope you have a beautiful day see you on the next soul magic session bye thank you for listening to this episode of soul magic sessions I hope you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe and check out my website at kirstycallow.com for more info have a great day